Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for listening to Sports Sunday On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe, brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company on Portland's sports leader, 1080 The Fan. Again, if you want to interact, Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, someone said that was a fun opening, Seggy. Yeah. That's what we do here. Appreciate you know, we try to have fun. We try to keep it real light. I'm trying to because I'm playing golf later today at Elk Ridge, and I, that could go from being fun to not fun really quick. So let's liven the mood as much as possible right now before I'm snapping my uh, five hybrid over a, a tree stump. Well, I'm sure this next topic will, you know, get you get you real excited. I <laughs> Listen, mean, I mean, you can act like you're not, but the the joy in your in your voice when you were like, <laughs> they lost. <laughs> oh, hey guys, Listen, like, I love it. Talk. <laughs> I love it when uh, Oregon State is good. It, it It's good for this area. It, it helps everybody. I feel it adds to 100%. the football season when you got both teams in the state playing well. But listen, when you see Oregon State uh, stub their toe in the way they did last night, um, my external reaction is, oh, no, baby, what are you doing? What are, come, oh, what come, are you doing, you baby? Guys, that's my – I'm like, come on. But it – it's a little funny. I mean, Ooh, come on. Baby, you know. what did you do? If Oregon, if Oregon does that, do you think Oregon State fans are and Beaver fans are like, ah, oh, dang, Oregon? No. I mean, it's <laughs> it's very different because Oregon's big brother. So coincidentally, like, last time Arizona had a top twenty-five win at home, I believe was against mm-hmm. Oregon. Yep. Um five years ago to the date yesterday. That's crazy. Um, I remember being at a Halloween party dressed as Andy Reid. That's me and the, my Twitter uh, picture. And not paying attention to that game at all because uh, Arizona basically took Oregon pa- uh, behind the woodshed that game. So uh, Oregon State, boy, they had their chances in this game. And where points were a premium yesterday, they had one chance in particular that is going to be talked it's about. go down. All week, not just here locally. I mean, there was a lot of national folks that were absolutely tearing apart the Beavers and Johnston, Jonathan Smith in their decision to end the first half. It was tied 10-10. That was only their fourth possession of the game. Uh, points, they're coming at a premium in this one. Final was 27-24 to Arizona. And you notice that it was a three-point difference. Well, at the end of the first half, as the Beavers are about to go into the halftime locker room, they line up for a field goal. 
about three, four seconds left. I believe they're at their uh, at the 28, 27, somewhere in the, around that region. And coming out of the timeout, which, by the way, ESPN drove me absolutely nuts with this. With only three seconds left, they took a full-blown media timeout for like three minutes to come back to that field goal. And then what happened was Oregon State decided to fake the field goal the kicker's credit, he gets it to like the seven, eight yard line, but there's no time left on the clock. That's it. That's the half. No points for Oregon State. The do or die situation yeah. for them. Listen, when you're agreeing with Rod Gilmore on the broadcast, when you know that whole meme, the worst person you know makes a great point. When your 10-year-old son is watching the game, it's like, yeah, what 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 are they doing? That's how you know you effed up. No. Uh, and, and, you know, if you're Jonathan Smith, you know it, too. <clears throat> At the end of the game, uh, he was quoted by saying, I just rolled the dice on that one in hindsight. It was not good. It's it like, was a no, bad call. It was I'm not sure he good, said. Jonathan yeah. Smith. Dude, it was like, and then again, the second half, it plays out. And to the Beavers' credit, they force a fumble. They take the lead. They're up, uh, I believe, 17-13 mm-hmm. at one point. You have the momentum right there. DJ, uh, you was looking somewhat decent, and then at that point, you could not do anything. Your your drives stall out, and then your defense gives up two straight touchdown drives to Arizona and Noah Fafita. And you know, give I want to give this Arizona State uh, Arizona you got to team credit because they have locked down now for four straight weeks. Very good quarterbacks. Great offenses. I mean, I believe before DJU threw that uh, through two touchdowns last night, they had only given up one touchdown pass to Shador Sanders, uh, Caleb Williams, and then Michael Penix. Like in their last three games, they're playing some great quarterbacks. And then you can double check on the Shador Colorado. It could be a different quarterback um, that I'm spacing on. But Arizona's secondary the last few weeks has been locked down. And really before uh, before that last drive for Oregon State, DJU, he went four for four, 75 yards under a minute. He was, I believe, 12 of 26 in the game. Like it was, it was tough sledding. I mean, didn't get have a hundred yard rusher for Oregon State. Very out of characteristic game. And that's what happens when you go down to the desert, go to Arizona for a night game. Like I believe Dirt was saying last week, I have, he's, he said he doesn't want anything to do with Arizona this year, especially a night game down there. Like, you know, Beavers was, lost this one, but th- listen, the way Arizona's been playing this year, home game, night game, back-to-back top 25 wins for them now, doesn't surprise me. They're the best. Arizona's the best five-win team in the country, more than likely. Like, I can, I can say that. You take a look, but, I mean, man, they've been playing great. I mean, you look at their very schedule. unexpectedly great football. Jed Fish has got them going. They had a top 25 recruiting class a year or so ago. They've been great. This is how you redeem yourself after a terrible season last year, though. You come out and you play really hard against some great teams. Like, their past four games have been against top 20 teams. Last four games yeah, have been dude. against top 20 teams. They played Michael Penix. They obviously took an L there, but they only Cam lost. Ward in Washington State. It was yeah, not Cam a Ward. Yeah, Colorado, Cam, Cam Ward. Then uh, uh, you get Caleb Williams. Like, you get all the guys right there. And you're able to come out with a great win against Washington State. You know, a blowout win against Washington State. And then... You you follow that up with a great win at home against Oregon State. Like nobody saw Arizona season going like this at all, and especially to beat the some of the teams that you've actually been able to beat at this point. 
Arizona's not to be played with. And this is, we saw a lot of this from Oregon State last year. It's like, oh, holy hell, like Oregon State's coming, they're competing. <clears throat> they're in the game until the very end and they're pulling some of those games out. Yesterday was one of those things to where, and here's the cold part. You look at the uh, at the box, uh, at the stats and, you know, the box score and everything, like Oregon State had more passing yards. More rushing yards. More rushing yards, more takeaways. There's somewhat more decent tackles. On, somewhat decent on third down. Yeah. I think they were like six for eleven. I... More tackles. They had everything going for them, but just couldn't figure it out. How, in in the end, there that's, when the field that's got shorter, when uh, things stalled out for them. And here's the cold part. And that's why you need field goals in a game where you don't have as many possessions and you're not punching the ball in as much as you like. You're getting there, like, dude, take the field goal. Oregon State had scored on. I just saw a stat like 27 straight red zone attempts. Wow, red zone. So once they're in the red zone, they're going to at least come out, come away with the field goal. Yeah, and you yeah. know that kind of got stopped last night. You know, so it was it was a great game by Arizona State. And I so. could be wrong on where that field goal or was. Arizona, be, excuse me, where that field goal was because of where you know the the kicker and the the holder got it. Because mm-hmm. yeah, they, uh, they very well could have been inside the nineteen or eighteen um, on the line of scrimmage, and then the snap just took them took them back a little bit further. But yeah, twenty eight straight red zone That's trips. Crazy. With a touchdown or just with points. Or with points, yeah. yeah, just coming out of there. So that's it's wild. That's an efficient offense. And yeah. as much as we kind of like to bang on Oregon State because DJU doesn't look like a world beater in a lot of ways, uh, but he's still been getting the job done. Yesterday was one of those times that just he played okay, but he had a 58% completion. Uh, Before that last like, drive, not dude, great. It, was, it was not great, yeah. Looking at the – it's just, I guess, the lack of respect for field goals in college football. Uh, obviously, this is a couple weeks after the whole Oregon Washington debacle with giving yeah. up, you know, giving up the points at the end of the first half, and then funny how the three. turns have tabled. Uh, I, hey, funny, very, very similar situation here. Now the Beavers fans were probably laughing at Ducks fans in a couple of weeks ago. But do you wonder how? I don't know how how little respect is given to these field goals and if that is affecting you know some of their decision making processes here i understand that in the nfl you know these three points points matter and and you got much better kickers they're obviously paid professionals they can kick probably 10 yards longer on average you got guys hitting 63 65 yard field goals i think maybe one kicker in college has hit like a 60 some yard field goal possibly two ever there's just you know you think of great kickers i think the last good one was jared siegel at oregon camden lewis is okay but that's really jared siegel like this was 20 years ago somebody that like is legit and people remember uh here in oregon oregon state i'm sure there's a beaver name that you know people could text in with but you just wonder if you're really looking at the lack of respect for field goals and wondering if it's because of the limitations of skill or because these offensive coordinators are a little heady and say hey we just want the points here i just i'm trying to in my head weigh which one it is and now two weeks of this situation where two field goals that would have tied the game or given up or won the game, in this case for Oregon a couple weeks ago, it just makes me wonder. I don't have an answer, but it's definitely been banging in my head the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think that the analytics over the years have shown that probably going for it is not as uh, big of a risk as kicking a field goal situational. I think Dan Lanning's correct in the sense it's like, dude, we're, we're going to need points this game to keep up with – Washington like we you know we can't win this with field goals now whether that's true or not he is right that's an offense you got to keep pace with so you got to put up points so going for touchdowns I'm not exactly upset with that in yesterday's case with Oregon State where points are at a premium get three I'm 
I feel like the older I've gotten, I very much am on the side of like get points, win the field position battle. Like if you have the ball at the 50 or their 45 and it's a fourth and three, fourth and four early in the game, dude, just relax. Like you don't need just punt them, pin them deep, put the pressure on them to get out of that situation. And then they're punting from their 10, 15, something happens, blocked, terrible punt. Now you're starting your drive at your own 45 four. Like, it's just, I feel that maybe coaches are looking for just big boom moments to really change momentum. Um, and I think that it is totally situational, but yeah, Jordan, I also think that depending on kickers for everything is, uh, is the antithesis of football. Like Larry David has a great bit on this. I think it was on the Rich Eisen show. He's like, we're going to play 58 minutes of this game with 300 pound giants out there bashing at each other, giving up their lives, giving up their brains for this. And then 140 pound string beans going to come out here. And I'm depending my life and my future and everything on this dude. What? Like, so I hear you like as a football guy, like I don't want to depend on the dude that was just playing soccer 30 minutes ago with his uh, actual sport team that he likes to play on. Like, so I, I see it in that sense too. It's no, I get it. A lot I, of factors in that. It is, you know, I'm a Patriots fan, so I have to be, kind of grateful for having great <laughs> kickers because there is started. a lot of you know there's a lot of championships that were won because you just happen to have a, a great kicker at the end of the game that was able to kind of seal the deal for you you know in most cases so i understand the importance of having a great kicker i just think i just think that we just don't you know with a lot of parents wanting their kids to kind of stick with stuff like soccer as opposed to football and stuff like that it doesn't shock me that we don't have a lot of great college kickers and stuff at this point i find it, it doesn't shock me i find it funny you bring up uh adam vinatieri i'm assuming that's who you're referring yes. to and patriots greatness because just like there was clock mismanagement yesterday by the referees there was clock mismanagement in that original super bowl 36 on, as man. well i don't want to hear <laughs> two seconds hear left on that about. clock when adam vinatieri kicked the field goal for tom brady's first super bowl <laughs> to beat the rams there were two seconds left the nfl should have played better they fixed that and did not give them the last chance, man. I, uh, just like the USC guess, game yesterday, which I'm sure we're going to get to, that was ridiculous. Guess who became the greatest show on turf after that? <laughs> Nobody. It was us. Uh, and uh, shout out to the Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, can't forget Alexis Serna for Oregon State. There we go. Yeah, see that? Thank, thank you. Text line helping me out. I knew there was a good name along the way for Beaver's lore kickers, but uh, just couldn't, couldn't. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 